everybody welcome to talk it out podcast this is your girl gabby joy and kt and we're here with another episode thank you guys for joining us again for another another episode of talk it out podcast you can listen to us on stitcher itunes google play tune in wherever you could possibly find a podcast we are there Hit us up on our social media accounts, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Our Twitter is talkitout underscore pod. Use the hashtag talkitoutpod for a retweet. All right, guys. So today's episode, uh, Gabby, you want to tell them what it's about and then I'll lead the discussion. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about colorism uh, in the... The black community, and so Katie is going to be the moderator because she's not black. But she'll be asking the questions, and we'll just talk about our experiences. So, to start off, I kind of want to define what colorism is because I don't think a lot of people understand the difference between colorism and racism yeah. in today's please society. Do. Please so, do. um. To define what racism is, the belief that all members of a racial ethnic group share the same abilities and characteristics, such as capabilities are used to define, or I'm sorry, and these type of characteristics are characteristics characteristics are used uh, to define as inferior to the other race. And colorism is a structure that gives more favorable favorable treatment and higher social status to individuals of lighter skin. Mm -hmm. Now, ultimately, both were intended to perpetrate white domination and reward adoptions of, quote-unquote, whiteness. So, in regards to colorism, Gabby, do you know, like, what the history of that is? And and maybe what is your definition of what colorism is? Well, actually, I thought it was interesting that... um the 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 word was coined by Alice Walker who who wrote um the color purple because she also coined the word womanist so she she's been very influential in um our vocabulary in describing some of these some of these issues we're dealing with um i think if, as far as as long as there's been white supremacy there's been colorism because white supremacy is pretty much like okay white people at the top and then Anybody who kind of anybody who resembles white people or uh, closely resembles white people, they will be more likely to be treated better. And if you just pure black, like with no quote unquote white Eurocentric features, then of course you will be thought of as less. But the closer you get to whiteness, they'll always be favored. But that, that's pretty much what colorism is. Colorism is pretty much just the the system that. Um, treats uh lighter skinned people better than uh darker skinned people i am just now hearing this term like i've never heard it before of course it's a white thing you know white people think um um any person who looks closer to their skin tone is better but i but then i also think it goes deeper than that and it goes into the black community as well. Like we still got some um, slave-minded mentality to think that you know the light-skinned 
house servant is better than a dark-skinned field slave. I, I feel like colorism is, now that I know what it is, it is much deeper than just, I don't like you because you're dark or black. It's, I don't like you because you're not closest, because your skin tone is not as close to white as I would like it to be. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant, you know, it's part of white supremacy, but a lot of the times it, it comes into fruition in our communities. Like I get my, my mom told me some stories, and I'm sure uh, Joy you might have some stories about um, uh, you know being discriminated against or treated bad or being made fun of for the your skin tone, and um, it's just a shame that we got to deal with this. Joy, you said something about, uh, or or was it Gabby? One of you said something about like a slave mentality. Do we all look like you don't know who said it? No. (laughs) I'm just curious. So just kidding. I can't even see y'all right now. What I know. I'm just it was blocked and deleted. I'm deleting (laughs) you. No. Um so back in the days, slaves of lighter skin often received better treatment than their darker counterparts. So lighter skinned slaves were likely to perform household chores as darker skinned slaves performed hard labor and outdoor tasks. Mm -hmm. Alongside household chores, light skinned uh, black people often received skilled training working as apprentices and craftsmen. Um, Also among slaves, the divided results in unequal shelter, food, skills, and relationships with the slaveholders. As far as that goes, do you guys think, are we still so stuck on the house slaves and the field slaves that we have to use the hashtag dark skin, light skin, or team dark skin, team light? I don't think it's more about being a house slave or a, a field slave. Like I said, it's just it's just all about white supremacy and these Eurocentric beauty standards and even you know in the media when they're they are showing somebody black a lot of time they have to be um we call racially ambiguous with um loose curl natural hair like three three c hair and um and and that's kind of become the standard for black beauty in in the media like that's what you see a lot of times and i think sometimes when we're having this discussion, like on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, they make it seem like it's an equal oppression thing. They make it seem like it's equally black, dark skin versus light skin. Not like right. there's a, a system that is privileging light skin. It's like we both equally hate each other and we both equally tearing each other down. And it's like that. But but it's not. It's It's kind of like, it's it's a miniature form of a race a, a discriminative racism type deal because while light skinned people themselves might not be like I'm better than you dark skinned person that we still live in a system that privileges them and that still disses dark skinned women or dark skinned people mainly dark skinned women so when we're having this conversation and whenever I hear people say we need to stop this light skin versus dark skin. It's not that. We need to stop uh, upholding one skin tone over another, no matter what it is. Because we're all black, like they always like to say. We are all black. But that doesn't stop, you know, somebody from saying, yeah, I want I want my daughter to be light skin. Or I want my daughter to have good hair. Or 
you know, I only date light skinned girls. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's all of that. I think it's. I think it. That's. It's just crazy to me. Like it just doesn't make sense. If you honestly believe that hashtag we're all black, then why are you? Why? Why are darker skinned people less likely to get jobs? Less, and why are they seemed as savage? I think it's more than just white supremacy. I do think it goes back to the slave mentality because where did we learn this behavior that black people are seen less than back then and now still because racism by some people because that's what racism is. But then I think when you get into the place where you have a a, a light-skinned person versus within the community of black people specifically, when you have light skin versus dark skin, I think it goes back to slave mentality. Oh, look, you're in the fields and I'm in the house and that makes me better. And I'm treated better. Stuck in this mentality like, oh, it's it's okay to be treated this way or this is the way it is because you see this white person that treats me better. That owns us all, right, but so treats it, me it better. I it mean, it, go, goes, it goes back to white supremacy. supremacy. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. But I, then I also think it's deeper than that. We just can't blame everything on white supremacy because it's it's vague. It's just not, it's, it's, it's vague. It has to go back to something other than that. And who taught them this? And it, it's all about culture. And because I wasn't taught to feel like my skin is better. I mean, of course I see it and sometimes I feel it and I've been through stuff because I am darker skin, but I wasn't taught to, to say, oh, she, well, she, you know, she's light skin. She's, a, she's going to be a little bit better. And that's because my, me and my sister are different skin tones, but we do look alike, but we're, we're different skin tones. But in my own family, I've seen people like my cousins who one is lighter skin and one is dark skin. And you can tell how the, those people, their parents treat them. Mm. Yes. And, and that's why I say it goes back to what you're taught. You just can't blame everything on white supremacy because, yes, it's a part of it. But it's also, you know, you have to get to the root of the detail because we we're never going to get past anything. Oh, it was white supremacy. Oh, it's white supremacy. Well, it's like saying, oh, that that uh, gooey looking stuff over there is jello. What kind of jello? Where did it come from? Well, I'll say this. I'll say um, I think. I think I still think white supremacy is the main factor, but we can. There's, there's. We're not using. I, I don't want anybody to use it as an excuse to their their way of thinking. Like you can always change your way of thinking, even when living in this in this society. But I, I still think white supremacy is the main factor because, I mean, let's be real. If we if we lived in a society where there were no white people and there was never any slavery and it was just all black folks. Then uh, it might we might have been in a world where darker skin was was uh, was uh, favored more, where they were given the privileges. But because we, you know, because of white supremacy, that's that's why lighter lighter tones is is um, deemed as better. I was thinking about like colorism, not only in black communities but within other communities as well. I was a, I, and I wanted to ask, do you guys think that colorism 
like is only black communities or is it also other people of color? Yeah. And I was thinking about like when you think of India, like when you think of India, there's a specific image that that comes in your in your head. Um like a, a lighter toned lady, um, you know, kind of fair skinned with a small nose and um straight hair. But there are some people in India I've seen that are darker than than people in Africa. Like literally, like some of the darkest people are in India, but you never see that image because those people aren't um as hailed as the 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 fa- the frail uh fair-skinned dainty woman that you always see when they're trying to represent their country. And even You're in You're so right. And even in like um just Asia, when you see a, a certain type of um, Southeastern Asian, kind of like around that realm as well, you, you have a certain image in your mind. And then when you say, when somebody finally tells you, there are some really, really dark Asian people, like it's just mind blown. Because, the, like I said, those, kind, those types of people with that type of skin tone aren't deemed as high as the people with the lighter skin tone. And that's sad. But also, I feel like now that uh, there are more people that are like, let's be, you know, we we also have to praise darker skinned people as well. There comes a point where they are kind of hypersexualizing darker skinned people. So to the point where if you don't, if, when you see pictures of darker skinned people, they always have to be like all down and shining with black and white photography. And it's like, it's almost like, like I said, they're hypersexualizing their bodies instead of taking it at face value of, Hey, you can praise the black dark skinned people without them having to be oiled down. So in media, in media, in regards to that, how do you think we need to go about um, praising darker skinned people for their for their skin? What about just normal dark skinned people doing normal things? Like, why does it have to be like you said in that certain realm? Why does it have to be like, oh, she's cute. Ew. Why can't it just be like, wow, that's a, a beautiful black woman or wow that's just a, a nice looking black man why does it have to be like half nude supermodel and and i think that kind of goes into i think that's kind of because that's kind of how we view light-skinned people as well like whenever it's a light-skinned woman or something like that it's like oh she's so fine oh she's so this and and all this stuff. Well, I think we just hyper hyper sexualize everything, anyways. And the only way we can find value in it is if it's attractive to us. We can't just say, "Wow, they have beautiful skin," or "Wow, I love this, I love that." It has to be, "Ooh, they they look good." Ooh, he's handsome. Ooh, he's this. We can't just like things for just being who they are. They have to be some appealing to us sexually for some reason i don't know why what i have seen is in television and in movies and media where they have a light-skinned woman and a dark-skinned woman and the lighter-skinned person is in charge she's doing the thing the the darker-skinned woman often plays the part of um the ghetto girl 
stereotypical ghetto girl. Yeah. Like take for instance, um, girlfriends. I love girlfriends. The show. I still watched it, but um, they do take part in this. They Joan Diana Ross's daughter, which you, which you know she's mm. barely on on the latter side, and she plays this high powered lawyer, who's you know. Uh, helping out a friend in need who's Maya is a darker skinned girl, which is played by Golden Brooks, and she's on the darker side. And although, yeah, she's skinnier or whatever, but that to me, that's besides the point. She, she, um, she plays the ghetto girl on this show. She plays the oh, hell no, girl. To me, first of all, that ruined her career. She says, because now she can't get any parts because that's all people see her playing is, oh, hell no. But it it, it also just reinforces the the darker you are, the more hood or ghetto or whatever term you want to use stereotype. And then the lighter that you are, the smarter that you are, the more you will go farther in life. Well, I found this article right when we were talking and just so it goes perfectly with what we're talking about. Um, this guy, his name is um, Gilbert Arenas. He is a basketball player, plays for looks like the Orlando Magic, which I guess he's he's petty because his team sucks. But um, so this is what happened. Somebody had a post on Instagram and it said, dear black girl, you don't have to be mixed to be beautiful. And that's great, right? Everybody can agree with that. That's perfect. This is what this coon said. Listen, (laughs) why you had to say coon? Because listen, listen to this. How black are we talking? Not to be funny, but can you name a beautiful black woman on the outside? Not brown skin, like Tyrese Black. Top 50 most beautiful women of all uh, time. The darkest they have is Keisha Knight Pullman, a.k.a. Rudy. Uh, Gabrielle Union, uh, Serena Williams. When you say African features black, then you have number one, Lupita Nyong'o. And she's cute when the lights are off. And second is Ajuma Nasinyana. Sorry, but ill. So the black, beautiful women you try to boost up is technically light-skinned or brown-skinned. (sighs) <sighs> Arena's later, later apologized after the backlash. Too great to withstand, claiming that he read the original post wrong, therefore misinterpreted what the message was about. However, he refused to apologize for suggesting that Lupita Nyong'o ain't cute. I'm trying to stay relevant. I'm echoing. Anyways, but yeah, but when I tell you that sentiment is not new, that sentiment is not uh, rare. You can get on Twitter at any time of the day and, and hear somebody talking like that. And that's and that's where it comes. That's into. true. And and so what I want to ask y'all is like you were talking about how KT, how do we combat this? And, and sometimes I think we put our energy in the wrong directions. Right. Like a lot of the times it's like 
why can't the rappers put dark-skinned women in the videos? Which, I mean, I guess if you want that to be your battle to fight for, but majority of the time, the light-skinned women in those videos are being super-duper hypersexualized. So if do you want the dark-skinned women to be hypersexualized just for the sake of being inclusive, or are we trying to fight for something else? And I think... I don't know what we can do. I think sometimes, like you say, it starts young. Like, even the kids that I'm with, all of them have the crush on the the light Hispanic girl. And she, and this Hispanic girl, does she's white passing. Like, there's other Hispanic girls in that class. And there's black girls in that class. But it, all the boys are obsessed with the um the white passing Hispanic girl. And I'm like, is this colorism? Um, like, and why is it? And like I said, last last year I had this one student. His name was Jeremiah. He said he only liked white girls. He black. He's, he was four years old. I only like white girls. Only white girls could be my girlfriend. See, that's taught. Like, we have to get, we have to, we have to teach our people better. It's ridiculous. It, we, we, we just have. To. But why would you, as a black person, even put that in the child's head? Well, they don't think, I don't think they do it on purpose. Most of the time I've seen people, they say something when a child is around, not, you know, most of the time, if you're talking to an adult, the child and the child's in the background playing, they literally become in the background. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that they, hopefully, I'm, you know, having a little faith in humanity on purpose saying you should only like white girls little boy you know they'd be like nah you know my son i only date black and you only date white girls because you know so and so so and so xyz you know it's ridiculous to me that some men feel this way black women are angry but when this whole time after donald trump became president all these white women have been enraged and in, in protesting in the streets, and they're all about their women's rights and feminism and all this and stuff. But as soon as we say it, um, it's it's angry. And uh, and the, the funny thing about it is, like the angry stereotype is used for black people in general, black and I mean woman and man, because we have mm-hmm. the angry black man. Then there's the, the angry black woman, but you never hear black men talking about that. Like they will say, I don't want to be the angry black man stereotype or I'm not an angry black man or whatever. They know that's a stereotype and they know that's not indicative of the entire community. But as soon as it's put on a black woman, then oh, all black women are angry. So I'm not going to deal with them. I'm just going to go to a white lady. It's like you just wanted an excuse for your, uh, your, your prejudice and Black, I've never heard a black woman say, I'm not dating a, a black man because they're all angry. And also, I want to kind of like play the devil's advocate here. So, um, well, maybe not devil's advocate, but how do you guys feel? Because, you know, I'd be on Twitter and on the T.O. Black page, I've messed up and, and followed some uh, some real crazy people out here. <laughs> no. Or maybe I'm following the right people who are just reposting what they're saying and commenting on it. Uh But um, (laughs) anyway, so you guys are just talking about men and women dynamic. But I have seen men who are saying things like this, that all black women are angry. And then the like black women 
who are normally lighter skinned black women are co-signing these black men and saying, yeah, I 100% agree with you. And also us as black women need to be better. We need to stop being so angry <laughs> and uplift our men and blah, 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 blah. So what do y'all say if to my black women say like that? Need, we need to uplift a man. Yeah, I'm going to scream my Please. lungs out because it's just, it, it, it ain't no need to have them no more. Let me just tell y'all something. Black women are notoriously there for black men. Almost to a fault. Not- really to is a to fault. a fault. It is. That's why our boys are, from what I've seen and from my experiences, forgive me podcast for, but that's why our boys are weak. Mm. Don't even get me started on what I think that, 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 that oh, God, I had to slow down. It's too much emotion right now. It's too much emotion. First of all, let me just say, <clears throat> I have seen black women destroy black men. And when I say destroy, I mean, they cater and, and hold on and, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's not your fault. And they do it with, from when they're a child, yep. they teach their children that. And that's, and that's horrible to me. And that's why I take no prisoners when it comes to a, a black man, because if you got, if you're going to be strong, if you're going to present the, um, a front of being a strong black man, then you're gonna have to be one. Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Some people get offended when I say that because that black men are weak, but I don't mean weak. Like they, they can't handle it or can't pick up a box. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about mentally. We have ruined them mentally, mentally. And what is far, I'm only speaking in my family. Okay. Okay. In my family, because I can't speak on nobody else. But in my family, we have ruined our black men. We have ruined them. The the majority of, like my grandmother, God rest her soul, I love her. And she learned better. She did learn. Um, She was progressive. And I can say that. But when she was younger and she had my uncle, she ruined them. My grandfather tried to, you know, snap a whip in them, you know, teach them if you don't have any money, get outside. You know, I don't care where you got to go. Or if you ain't going to school, you're going to get out my house. Uh And what and everything my granddaddy did to make his boy stronger. She is when he kicked him outside. He let him stay on the porch. But, you know, he kicked him outside. Yeah. She gonna go outside and give him a blanket, and I think that's so significant. When when something happens, oh, when, if you fall off a building, you oh, you just gonna have to fall off that building. They'll say that, but at the end of the day, they'll put a mattress right up underneath that so they won't fall and break their leg. Let me tell you something that's ridiculous to me. If we want our men to be stronger and we want this whole scary black type men to go away and to get them out of oppressive uh, environments, then we need to build them up by building them up when they're young and saying, hey, get your head out of them rap songs. Get your head out of that, oh, I want a girlfriend for this, 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 and get to work. And and, and the, the reason rent. that is such uh, a big deal is because they... It's not like they're treating the the girls and the boys the same. There's a difference. There's a difference exactly. in the way they treat the girls. Exactly. And I have to catch myself, especially within my family, because I find my, like, say, when my uncle was over here, I find myself um, fixing his plate before I fix my own plate. <laughs> Just because of what's, 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 how they expected it, especially my family. We have this mentality, I have noticed in my, 
as black women to say, oh, well, he ain't going to do this right. So let me do this. Uh huh. He's not going to do it right. Excuse me. Oh, he can't be trusted to do this. So let me do X, Y, Z. Excuse me. He ain't going to do it. He can't be trusted. Well, dang, what he around for? All right. That's that's excruciatingly painful to me because I feel like they deserve so much better than to be uh, handicapped by the way we treat them. Right. And don't you think they kind of and then that goes into the, 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 the mom has babied them. And then when they get married, they expect the wife to baby them and to do all the cooking and do the laundry and to, to do everything for them. And it's just like. And then, and then, if you have the audacity to say, "No, you're you grown. You finna do it yourself." All these black women, you need to uplift your man, and you know we gotta be here for your man. Mm. That's what happens most of the time. I've seen it. I have seen my friends, my mother's friends. Like for instance, one of these women that I know, she works two jobs. Uh huh. Have gave up her passion for hair and works in a factory just to just to support her son who don't do nothing but steal from her. No. When we give our men opportunities to be mediocre, if you give anybody the opportunity to say, oh, I'll go to work when I want to and I'm going to be mediocre, they're going to do it, especially if they know somebody got is, uh, is looking out for them. That's with any person. And if we say that's not true, then we're lying to ourselves. Yeah. If you told me, oh, honey, you ain't got to work a day in your life. You know, you could, you know, I, I pay for whatever you need, the house you want, anything. And you got me sitting up here in a house with comfortable air conditioning and going to tell me I don't have to work for it. Okay, fine. I go to work when I get bored. Right. Let me go shopping at the mall with anybody if you don't have to work for nothing in your life you're not gonna have any drive oh yeah most definitely kills me from my experience podcast world this is just my experience and what i've seen and mostly in my family and you know i'm not calling nobody a bad mother or you know i'm not saying black women are bad mothers because i think black women are strong wonderful amazing mothers especially because they have to deal with some some of the worst adversity there is I think they're amazing mothers. I'm just saying how we could help our community a little. Please well, I, don't. Well, I have a me. question, real quick. So, why do you think, as you know, black mothers, we are black women, and we're, we have been black girls at a certain point. So, why do you think they pamper and cater to the black boys more than they do their own? It's a taught. It's there's things that's taught. Like like I say, I catch myself. I, I catch myself doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Even though I'm woke to the issue and I know what's happening, it's it's an environmental thing. It's just mentally a thing that a headspace that we have to get ourselves out of. Well, yeah, we're not gonna say all black mothers. Obviously, we know we love black mothers. We love black women. Uh, all black women are uh are destroying the because then they'll this will play into the narrative that black single black women are destroying the black community no that's not true no because my mother is single black woman in that sense gabby can you go ahead and tell them where oh actually you know what let's do shout outs about to do the shout outs about to do the shout outs like jay i know that's why i started saying <laughs> 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 
Um, okay, let me go to our Lord. Okay, uh, just say words. The Man Podcast, John Effect, Aquamini Jams, The Right Man Child Podcast, The John Muffet Podcast, Sign Me Up Podcast, Salon Talk Podcast. Um, oh, keep going. I was just going off the dome. Um, Crystal Clear go Podcast. Off um, go off the dome. I'm trying go to say off it. The dome. Oh, I'm sorry. The Righteous Podcast, Afro Daily Podcast, The Critical Dump Podcast, Real and Raw Podcast. It was just on Demerse Flagrant too. Y'all check that one out. Um, and uh, what's the other one? Why Not Sports with Demerse? Ready, Steady, Cut, Talking Plenty Podcast, uh, The 14% Podcast, Danny and Cleo Show Podcast, uh lit up free sex podcast train of thoughts yeah nah podcast dinner and hell podcast podcast detroit and the list goes on and on and on if gabby you could go ahead and wrap this up and tell them where they can find the fit. the x and y show as well what about your friends and pretty few okay so thank you guys for listening to this episode if you enjoyed this episode make sure you leave comments below on soundcloud or you can email us your comments and concerns at talkaboutpodcast.yahoo.com you can hit us up on our social media to keep the conversation going. Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Our Twitter is at Talk It Out underscore pod. Use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod to get a retweet and to continue the conversation. So what did you think about the episode? Do you think colorism is a real thing? Do you think we are babying our black boys? What do you think? Let us know. Hit us up. And yeah, this has been Gabby and Katie, and this has been Talk It Out. Talk it out. Talk it out.